0: Warning, this podcast discusses the books in detail. It may contain spoilers. Welcome to Books and Brunch, a book club turned podcast. We're so glad you joined us. I'm Katera and I'm Kara. Let's sit and chat and snack a while. Welcome back to Books and Brunch. It's our first remote recording this time. Welcome, Kay. Boo. I know. <laughs> I know. but I'm glad we're doing this. I just hate that you're so far away. I know. But it's going to be great. It's gonna. We're good. We're going to just navigate this remote world and just bear with us. I think we I had that caveat out. the last time when I was doing this with Erica. We had some technical issues too, like my iPad died in the middle of recording. So Oh
1: well
0: yeah, that's unfortunate. It is. But it's all good. So welcome. This is our Thanksgiving edition. Um our book has nothing to do with being well, I guess you might be thankful. Well she's thankful. <laughs> and he's thankful. <laughs> so <Is> that, <laughs> we are doing the crossfire series by Sylvia Day. So, there are five books in the series, Bear to You, Reflected in You, Entwined with You, Captivated by You, and One with You. I'm impressed I remembered all those.
1: Me too. <laughs> I, I, that was not where my... I forgot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and our snack that we decided to do today is an angel food cake with some... Strawberries and then chocolate drizzle. Yes. Um,
1: and I was up very late and did not make mine. But I will make it extra pretty for a picture. How about that?
0: Well, and I cheated. I bought an angel food cake, and I mean, I melted the chocolate, but I did not drizzle very well. It kind of came out yucky, but that's okay. Kay will have a better picture. For the snack portion, even though, you know, I attempted to have pretty pictures, but I did kiss the plate with lipstick, so. There you go. I don't have to do that. Um, I have to do that. I thought
1: that was a great touch.
0: Yes. So, this series is not your typical that we would probably go to, although Kay and I do love our romances and dirty novels. (laughs) It's a guilty pleasure we have.
1: Much. It's fine.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, if you're not into, so it's very detailed. We talked a little bit about that we had read another series that was, like, tastefully done. Um, This is, I mean, I have a rough time saying this, but, I mean, it's not that it's not tasteful. It's just. It's graphic. Yes. there's much
1: more description in these, yes, than there were in that other series that we finished, the Chickaloo Fall, yes. Um, yeah, so those were a yeah. little tamer,
0: yeah. This is definitely um, more language filled, right? <laughs>
1: um, and it was funny when, we, when I you, you had recommended these like three years ago and they were yes. sitting on my to read list I bought I think you bought me the first three yeah and they have been sitting in my to read Well now I have a Kindle and I can read them and uh, can you hear that just want to make sure I'm good. Um, so you bought I so I bought a Kindle and now I can read them and you were like mm-hmm. well let me know because I think that they're like really similar to like 50 shades. While these both have a storyline, right? Fifty Shades has a storyline yes. that no one talks about, and these have a good storyline that's really intriguing. These are
0: more graphic. Yes. So, Fifty I was Shades thinking about means it. a little
1: more towards like the BDSM portion, yes, right? Yes. Um, and these don't go that direction necessarily, Not. but they are more detailed in their scenes. Which I guess that's really the difference between men and women.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: women really are more descriptive and not to be weird, but they say that like 90% of women close their eyes while being intimate with their partner because just the sounds and the feelings and all of those things are more precedent than what they see. Work
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: guys are more visual, which is probably why, I really like to read. (laughs) Right, You just do. You get so much more description than you do out of a movie or anything else.
0: Absolutely. Um, And I was thinking about it in comparison to Fifty Shades because I guess maybe those are just my two references, but they're very similar in storyline and different at the same time. So you've got this rich guy um, who picks up you know, becomes attracted to this kind of nobody girl. Um, and they fall madly in love very quickly. And it's all mm-hmm. surrounded by sex. There's trauma involved. So, I mean, the story, like, <clears throat> uh, requirements or details, details, the story details are like very similar, but very different at the same time. Um, because, right. I kind of described it to one of my friends because I'm going to hand this series off. Um, is that like Fifty Shades is very contractual, whereas uh, the Crossfire series oh, is yeah. not. Um, right. So
1: it's very emotion driven. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. Um, and I think so. I love this series, <clears throat> and I've enjoyed reading the. <laughs> Some of them for the second time. So did you finish? Did you get through all five? I'm in the middle of the fifth right now.
1: Okay. I am. Let's see what my Kindle says. I might have to wake it up. I'm in the fourth one. I want to say I'm like two thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what she says. Um, I was really close. I'm 59% of the way through the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have some catching up to do, <laughs> but it's one of those things. Like I sit in car line to pick up the kids and I'm reading mm-hmm. and my oldest will get in the car and he's like, what are you reading? And I'm like, please don't look at my books.
0: <laughs> you don't want to see this one. <laughs> you, you don't want to see. No. And
1: I told him one day, he's like, well, why can't I see? And I was like, because it's dirty. And he looked at me like I was disgusting. And I'm like, sorry. Yep. <laughs> And that's why I read Fifty Shades on my Kindle. It didn't get an actual book because I knew the looks I would get. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and God forbid I bring Fifty Shades to my mother-in-law.
0: Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would not <laughs> approve of this series at all. At all. I mean, the language alone, never mind the content. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid there's an F word. I know. I mean, so what I will say is I, I like the Fifty Shades of Grey series better than this one for the story I mean the story is still good but I feel like this one is very angsty I think we talked about this a little bit when you were reading the first one is that it's very angsty and sometimes I'm like god Eva just like shut up
1: (laughs) get it together (laughs) yeah no there's a lot the first one is a very like it's a lot of them finding their way in a very new and trauma-filled relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of running, like emotional and physical running from a relationship. And I was just like, y'all are terrible together. Why are we doing this? Like, Right. <laughs> right. You know, and it just, it was, it was a little frustrating to read because I'm like, you can't, that's not how relationships work. Right. You don't get to just run off every time someone hurts your feelings or... Right you feel jealous or you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. I, I struggled a little bit not that it wasn't a good book the first one it was They're um, great. but that part of it I was like come on now we're all yeah. adults
0: that's not I mean and works. they continue to do that they continue to kind of have this like push and pull where they are like in their feelings about every little thing that somebody says and you're like come on people But I still love the storyline, you know, I love... Oh, for sure. I think the really crazy part to me, I thought about this as I was reading this, I think it was yesterday when I was reading, I was like, this series takes place in a matter of two months. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Fifty Shades of Grey is much more, like, lengthy, like, timeline-wise. Right, a longer timeline. Yeah. But this one is a matter of literally two months. They met for a month, and then they have a month between their wedding. Right. <clears throat> that's
1: why. I didn't even put that, out. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. Yeah, that's no time at all.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know in the storyline that, like, you know, they go wherever, they go back to Cali, just, is it San Diego? They go yeah. back to San Diego to visit, and. Are talking to people, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. Well, how's that? Even they've only been gone like ten weeks." You are like, "What? Wait, wait.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's we've had all of this in that length of time. Yeah. Um, well, they've had lots of fun, like yeah, to address all of the trauma and all of the events. That's a lot.
0: <clears throat> it is a lot. Like that's
1: a lot to pack in mm-hmm. a very short amount of time.
0: Yes. So we have Gideon Cross, who's the rich billionaire. Hot dude, (laughs) right? And then milks women at a glance, right? And then Eva Trammell is our nobody girl, um, and she's here with her friend Carrie Taylor. They've just moved from San Diego to kind of start anew, they've both had pretty trauma filled lives, and Mm Um, she comes, they both come to and New York City. And they go York from City. San
1: Diego to, yep, yep, to New York.
0: Yep. And, and they're,
1: they've got this really swanky big apartment and.
0: Yep. Eva comes from, so her dad is a police officer, but her mom has been married like a gazillion times and all to rich men. And so they, and she's kind of like buying Eva's love a little bit from some of the past traumas that she's gone through. But um, Eva's like uh, gone mm-hmm. to college. She gets, she lands an advertising job where she's an assistant, and she's just like, uh, it, like enjoying life. And then, so her first day in the job, she goes into the elevator. She like trips and falls, and she's going into the elevator and sees this man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, I. I, I I liken it to, like, an epiphany. Like, he, have you ever just been, like, stopped dead in your tracks by someone? Not even that they were, like, ridiculously gorgeous, but just, like, you're just, and maybe it's not even someone, but just something stops Mm -hmm. you dead in your tracks and you just physically can't move. Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's what she had, like, Mm -hmm. this, what's happening? Right. (laughs) Because I feel like, If I put myself in her position Mm -hmm. that in my, I think in my head, I immediately would go to, well, that's one sided. Like, yes, he's gorgeous, but they would never look at me. Right. 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 And I kind of feel like she processes that the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. well, that would never happen. Mm -hmm. Um, where we later, and I love the dynamic of the storytelling in these because it flips back and forth from her perspective to his perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to follow along. Sometimes that can be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: difficult to, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like, to follow along and read along. Um, But it happens really seamlessly. um, And it doesn't hop to and from four different characters. It's just back and forth between Eva and Gideon. Um, And so that does make that a little easier, that transition. Um, But I love that we also get to see his perspective.
0: For sure. On that meeting. And that's kind of where it's different from Fifty Shades of Grey because um, E.L. James actually develops a whole like second, I don't want to say series, but second like trilogy to Fifty Shades of Grey that are in Christian's perspective. And so in this, you kind of get it all in one, which is kind of neat um, that you can see both of their sort of processing of the relationship and everything. Um I do love that part of the writing style of Sylvia Day for sure.
1: Yeah. And I feel like with E. L. James, you really put yourself in her shoes. Yeah oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. because the whole series is written from her perspective, right? Yep. And so it's very easy to put yourself in that position mm-hmm. and imagine yourself in that in her shoes, you mm-hmm. know, to say. Where here it, I feel like it makes that a little different because it hops mm-hmm. back and forth perspective yeah. that you're, I don't immediately go, well, this would be me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just continue to read versus mm-hmm. like my yeah. brain putting me, my, you know, putting myself on those pages.
0: Well, um, for me, it like sucks me into yeah, the no, story okay. more because you're like, Ooh, like what's next? What's right. like, what's well, going Sometimes happen? you're like, what were they
1: thinking? Right. And then you find out.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um and so the five books kind of go through their relationship. Um both Gideon and Eva have trauma in their past of like sexual um assaults. And so they both like u- have utilized sex to like not necessarily cope, but to communicate maybe. And so now they have to go if they're really, okay. truly wanting to have this, like, good relationship since, I mean, Gideon's like, you know, I want you and only you forever and makes, like, promises to Eva that she's it forever. Um, then they have to kind of work through their <clears throat> traumas to be able to communicate, like, really communicate and not just through sex. Right. And so... I mean,
1: I feel like, I think sex for them is a a form of communication, which I guess in most relationships it is. Sure. To some extent. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, especially early on, they don't process things, they just have sex. That's all they
0: do. Right.
1: And it's easier to avoid Mm -hmm. conversation. And it's easier to deflect by just, like, jumping the other person.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And so I mean, do.
0: I'm impressed by their stamina because, like, I'm kind of, like, one and done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a little bit too, too much TMI, and I'm sorry, listeners, but... I'm these not two, like uh, these two have like three and four rounds at like, and then they like that's in the morning, and then three or four rounds at night.
1: You know, like to wake up and then another one before work, and then another. And I'm like, seriously, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need. I don't need that. Um, we we have. A, sorry, I'm all this crackling again. Um. We had a conversation with someone not that long ago, and they were like, Oh, yeah, we're like, like four or five hours. Four or five hours, <laughs> dear oh God. My. I'm like, You need to stop and hydrate. Can we just start there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, Seriously,
1: stop and hydrate. You're good to go. But I'm like, mm, No, I'm, I'm like. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I, right. I don't need more than one, I'm, I'm golden, we can go to sleep now, <laughs> can I get a nap? Right. I couldn't imagine, I couldn't no. imagine, so Eva and Gideon. I'm like, yeah, like bunny rabbit, it's Right. like, we, is there an end to this, and it's one of those things, it's like one day when you're married, 10 years,
0: right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it probably um, helps that like I th- guess their like jobs aren't that serious. They don't have kids. I don't know. Right, I mean, the commitments are just limited. I guess I don't know, but ooh, <laughs> man, I couldn't do it.
1: I am. Um, yeah, no, I. I can't imagine. No, I'm just, I, can't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. The the. My brain doesn't process like that. I guess, but
0: Mm-mm. that's a lot of time. It is a lot of like time. I
1: got other stuff I got to do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and good thing they don't have kids. Like, yeah, no, that's what I was like, what they when you're married ten years? Oh, in the first book, she gets her period for the first time in their relationship, and he really had never he had been in relationships, mm-hmm. but had never, and he had been committed to relationships. But he he had never really been loved Mm -hmm. or had never really loved someone in a real, meaningful, emotionally charged Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And so even in his past relationships, they were very contractual contractual Mm -hmm. and... Well, he so says were one-night So, having stands. a cycle wasn't an issue. Right. right. He had a ton of one-night stands. And even he had... A, we meet a previous relationship, and she's a very hard time with the fact that he's moved on. Um, very. But so, like, Eva has her cycle for the first mm-hmm. time in their relationship, and he does not know how to handle himself. He's mm-hmm. just like, wait, what? Yeah,
0: this he's like, how long? what does this mean? We can't have sex, which, I mean... I don't know. I mean that's when you're more wanting. Right.
1: <laughs> not for everyone. No, not for everyone. Not for me. Not for me. I think um, so.
0: Not like okay. during this cycle, but like right before. Yes. And now yeah. that I'm off birth control, that like really stunts your that's a I don't know how she does it because she's on birth control. That like for me, that like squashed all libido. Oh like, my!
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a Marina after Sarah, and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all went out the window. Yep. It took a really long time. I think I still deal with like repercussions from that. Um, mm-hmm. I had it for almost five years. Mm-hmm. And they say it's—it's it's not that it's not hormonal; it's like low hormone, But it was enough to throw me out of whack for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just there's something about it. So yeah, so she's a birth control. to because originally there he's like condoms, smart man. Yes. Smart man. Um. But there comes a point where you're like, I don't like that. Can we not use that? Mm-hmm. That would be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You're good.
0: Sorry. I'm enjoying I have my a sniffling nut. No, you're table. fine. I have a sniffling <clears> nut. <nose. throat> I know. This allergy season has been really terrible. Man, I want to talk to you about things in money. one with you, but I don't want to ruin anything.
1: <laughs> I'm at a point now where they all kind of run together.
0: Well,. So like
1: I'm like was that the third one was that the second one is it this one
0: Where are you at in in the one you're in right now captivated Like wake my Kindle cell
1: system I gotta wake it back up
0: Like what's happening? What's happening?
1: Um cross. It, um, Cross has threatened and tried to buy video back from Brett oh, mm-hmm. and Brett is meeting Eva.
0: So they're married and,
1: Right. So they're married and Brett's like, oh, this girl isn't a serious thing. He's like, she reminds me of you blah 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 and she's like i would never go back to you especially not after gideon he really is but did you ever have a moment in a relationship not even in a relationship but like have a moment of like hindsight 2020 and maybe that's not even the right turn of phrase to use
0: no definitely i think so that you're like man what was i thinking absolutely well
1: i i had a moment when Josh and I had been dating maybe a couple of months that I might really only other long-term relationship. I mean, we were so young. I was 17 when we started dating. Mm -hmm. And I think this was even before Josh gave me a promise ring when I turned 18 that like, we're going to get married. This is it. You're it for me. Um, but we had probably only been dating like two months and my high school boyfriend reached out to me. And there's something about a high school boyfriend or a middle school boyfriend or whatever. And I really feel like it's not necessarily that person, but it's what you've learned about yourself it during that relationship. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and how much growth you've had during that relationship. And I think that's what makes those relationships one, ones that people reflect on. Sure. And I had a moment that I was like, did, did we screw up? by breaking up and I love Josh don't get me wrong we've been a very long time um I was telling someone last night I was like I my relationship is as old as you are (laughs) (laughs) like we've been the other 21 years which is crazy Mm -hmm. um But, yeah, I just, I had a moment when we were early, early dating that I was like, did we make a mistake by breaking up? And then, and then you remember why you broke up. Right. Um, because, you know, the emotional part of your brain kind of, it's like having a baby and you forget about Mm -hmm. labor. Mm -hmm. Um, people remember the good parts and not the really terrible ones. And so you forget, like, this is why we broke up or they cheated or whatever it was. Um. Because all of those feelings overshadow that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like she has this moment with Brett. Like Mm -hmm. she sees him and it's like she has this instant moment of like emotional, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of overwhelm Mm -hmm. that she's like, oh my gosh, this was, he was my person Mm -hmm. until he wasn't. And then all of those other negative things come flooding back. So I'm glad she can see him for the person he really was and how he treated her. Mm -hmm. Um, And the person she has grown into, Mm -hmm. not just in her relationship with Gideon, but outside of her relationship with Gideon. Um, Because he has, I mean, breakfast footage of her and him being intimate Mm -hmm. that he's now using as blackmail, which is...
0: Right, and to make money. Bullshit, bullshit. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Cross is going to try to buy the the videotape off Mm him.
1: Um, but oh, but so Brett does, this was the page I'm on. Brett pulls a photo out of the two of them. And she was like, where did you get this photo? There was a time in my life that I would have, I would have done anything to have kind of a candid moment, a little snapshot of our relationship and, um, and then, but so she asked where he got it and he said, oh, this guy took it after one of our sets. And then she realized that the guy that took the photo was the same guy that took the video that she was just so desperately trying to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of like bristled and was like, you know, I'm done. We don't need to. <laughs> We're good. I'm, I'm good.
0: Right. Um,
1: and, you know, it's just all of the things. You know, know. All, all of the conversations, all of the deceit, all of the manipulation, mm-hmm. like she's done. And I'm glad because mm-hmm. that's a relationship that no one needs. No. And I think Brett for sure needs to work on himself before he gets any other relationship going.
0: Well, and, and unfortunately, that's a little bit of the culture of like being on the road. So he's a musician and like... You know, he's here, there, and everywhere, and you've got groupies, mm-hmm. and women, like, falling at you, and I think that there's a vulnerability that comes with that, that he just is sucked into, and... Right. Um,
1: is not strong enough to resist.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I mean, look, at you are claiming that you're in love with Eva, but you're having sex randomly with some chick who plays her in a music video. Right. I mean, it's just... Which I really
1: absolutely feel like with stage. Like, oh, they chose her for a reason because she resembles her quite a bit. Right. Um, And it makes it easy. I'm sure it makes it easy for him to like almost get lost in Mm -hmm. a little bit, like pretending that it's really her.
0: Right. Which is kind of like pathological in and of itself that you can't move on from somebody that you have to find their like double (laughs) okay so
1: in that case let's discuss the fact that we we learn that Gideon has a type right right long legs long brown hair blue eyes and then in the fourth book they described his mother he was long legs brown hair and blue eyes and I was like holy crap (laughs)
0: And she's, Can we say complex. Right. And she is a piece of work, too.
1: And she is not his favorite person. No. Which is why I was like, why would you... Like, why then? <laughs> so
0: I guess you be to like, make up sorry. for it? Like, to make up for the crappy relationship that they have? I don't know. That's Maybe. definitely some psychological... Mysteria right there
1: (laughs) Well they say that you marry Someone that reminds you of your mother
0: And maybe that Is just like Well I married uh, Someone who has the same name as my dad So Yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. And whose last name was almost Identical to your maiden name
0: Right (laughs) So I mean I guess It's true (laughs) Yeah craziness yeah
1: it's it yeah it's just hard it's hard to know it's all of those things kind of intrigue me like why do we Mm -hmm. have a type why do Mm -hmm. we there was i so i ubered last night really late and there was a whole group of people in my car and they were having a conversation and i was like i'm so glad i'm not in today's dating scene
0: seriously i I don't want to date
1: everyone uh, (laughs) oh my gosh terrible Mm. i hear so many crazy things Mm -hmm. um I had a girl. I had a bachelorette party in my car last night. Uh, that was fun. Interesting. Um, and then it turns out they're all from Stanton, Virginia. Oh. And one of the girls went to high school where I went to high school. Um, they were loads of fun. I picked them up from a strip club and took them to cookout. That's where they went. Good it was plan. Like, is this a, Is this like? Is this like a stop? Am I going to wait for you guys? She's like, Oh no, you can drop us here. I was like, Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, should I out. wait a minute for you? <laughs>
0: like, and it's freezing <laughs> to <cook> out. out.
1: <laughs> That'll sober. Oh, and, and Bride-to-be had this little slinky white thing on, and I was like, you are going to freeze. Yep. Um, but I had a group in my car last night, and there um, was a gay guy in the back. and they were I mean, they were very entertaining. Mm. They were just, like, talking about their night or whatever. And he had said that he had gone on a date earlier last night and he was like, he was really sweet and he was like Turkish or whatever. And he was like, and he was tall. He was like, but my only problem is he was lanky. Like he just didn't have any meat on his bones. And I chimed in. I was like, that's because you need something to hug. Like I, <laughs> I do not do, I love, I love your, ginger. I love my ginger husband. Ronnie's kind of a scry guy. I mean now he's got a little tummy on and That happens. It
0: does. You get fat and happy
1: if you get after you get married, I That's promise.
0: Right. Um,
1: but like I always liked my 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 boyfriends before Josh all were i had one that was like super muscular. Josh won't ever hear this, who cares? Um <laughs> I dated a guy who was going into the Marines and he had wrestled in high school and he was just like freaking ripped. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't just like Skin and bones, he had mm-hmm. something to him that was like huggable. And then my boyfriend, my high school mm-hmm. boyfriend, Daniel, mm-hmm.
0: um, he was a football, football player. And
1: so he had some muscle, but he also had a little extra chub on him. He was like a just, just big teddy bear. Yeah. So Josh always is like, I need to lose weight. And when we started dating, he was at his lowest weight. Um, and he looked, he was very thin. And when I say very thin, he was like 180 pounds, which is a lot for some people.
0: Yeah, but he's tall. But Josh
1: is very, Josh is very wide set, like wide mm-hmm. shoulders, wide mm-hmm. waist, wide hips, and it was it felt and looked very strange on him, like almost like he was sick. And I was like, I think his magic number is like 225. Like he fills out a little bit. He's mm-hmm. not. He doesn't look super thin and his face doesn't get super right. thin. Right. I'm like, I'm all for something to hug. So when the guy was like, He just doesn't have any meat I was like, that's cause you need something to hug. There's gotta be something there that's not like I'm hugging my twelve year old daughter. I need <laughs> <laughs> I need something to hold on to. I need a good warm, like mm-hmm. enveloping hug. I don't right. yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm gonna break you.
0: Well, and that makes me think of, so one of the things that I love about these stories, I don't know, for me, like, romanticism comes, like, this protectiveness that Gideon has, and and Christian definitely has it over Anastasia, like, that is, I mean, even in the Twilight books, like, how Edward is, like, super protective over, um, oh my gosh, Bella, Bella, sorry, (laughs) The mystery. How did I know that? And I've never read those or know. seen the movie. The, the books are so great, though. But anyway, all I of the, digress. all of the stuff on social media, I knew. Um, <laughs> uh, Like, just that protective, like, nature. I don't know. Maybe that's something in my own pathology that, like, I desire to be protected. Even though, like, I'm right. like, I'm an independent woman and blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
1: Right, but yeah, there's and I don't something think like... it's that. I think, there is, I think there is something to feeling secure and safe and protected in a relationship, and I don't think it's you. I totally understand that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, that's one component of these books that I really love, and like while it plays out in sex for most of the books... <laughs> There's also this, like, added feature of, like, I'm going to do everything, like, even down to having your own security detail and, like, that. There's something, like, just, I fall into that, like, romantic piece about that. That
1: Right, the romanticized love. part of it. I really love, um, it was a little weird, but I really loved that in his space, he turned his spare bedroom into her bedroom in her apartment, mm-hmm. like matched it piece for piece, mm-hmm. uh, which could be a little weird. Right. But he didn't do it to be weird. He wanted to give her a space that felt safe and mm-hmm. comfortable, that if she had a moment where they were not communicating well and they were, you know, having an argument or whatever, she could run to a space she felt safe. Right. Without running out on a really on on their relationship, mm-hmm. sometimes you need distance. You need a few minutes to cool off and to like process and mm-hmm. gather yourself and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Fine, you can't run out though, right? And so I think I I love that he gave her a space like that that was like mm-hmm. a copy of her furniture, and it feels just super intentional. And that's not the first time. It's not. It might be the first time. I think it actually is the first time we see him do something like that. It's not the last time, though, and not to that extreme, right? Mm -hmm. But they go on a flight, and he packs a copy of her makeup bag, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: all of her things he's Mm -hmm. got set aside for her in a little, like you know, bag on their flight.
0: They go to a resort on the flight. All the kinds of clothes that she would want in her closet. Right. And, right.
1: Yeah. And all of her toys, he would tell her don't pay you don't need to pack a thing, do not pack a single thing. So her, you know, deodorant mm. that she would get, her makeup and toiletries and hair mm-hmm. stuff like he had it all, which is amazing to me. And that is it just feels super intentional and very thoughtful. Like I know you, I know, Mm -hmm. I know if you Mm -hmm. have any doubt of, you know, how well I really know, I know you. Right. Uh, So I just, I love that part of it because it, at first I, when they, when they, when she describes that he's built this copied bedroom, I was like, that's a little odd. (laughs) I think it is a little odd, Mm -hmm. but I, when you really dig into it, it makes a lot of, like, not that it makes a lot of sense, it's still a little weird, Um, but in the process of all of that, it feels just very intentional and really wants to give her a way to have a space and to give her space without allowing her to, like, take off at the drop of a hat.
0: Right, just... Completely well, and he also, I think we learn also about his nightmares, and so we he's like anticipating that they're gonna have to sleep separately, which is just crazy, even when they're married.
1: Yeah, there's got to be a resolution there.
0: Well, he's woken up, so there kind of is like choking her, right. <clears throat> Um, there kind of is in the fifth book that she's just kind of like, nope, we're not doing it anymore. And that's that. And so. good for her. Yeah.
1: I mean, my husband sleeps on the couch most nights because he has like insomnia. And, uh, it's up really late and doesn't want to keep me awake. And I'm like, I will sleep with an eye mask. I don't care. I just want to have you in the bed. Right. Right. Like, it's weird. Mm hmm Although now. When he does sleep in bed with me, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs>
0: it's now so foreign.
1: <laughs> you take up too much room. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> he, like, starfishes
1: and sleeps on his belly, and I'm like, you take, up, you take up too much room. I need you to go back. I would never tell him to go back to the couch, but, like, I think it will just take getting used to. Like, mm-hmm. I've been, I think, probably six nights a week I sleep in my bed by myself. Which at first I used to be very bitter about, but I'm not. <laughs> totally not. I have my dog. I get to starfish and just like spread uh, out. I, I don't have to be self-conscious about touching someone or waking mm-hmm. someone up. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I, I really it You really did used to bother me a lot. And I even was like, I will buy us king-size bed if that's what you need. Like, if mm-hmm. that's what you need, we can do that. Mm-hmm. We will make that work. Just come back to bed. I miss you. And then he gets in the bed, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're right a <laughs> radiator!
0: Like, stay over there." That's because you need a king size bed. <laughs> right?
1: I think we've always, we've only ever had a queen size bed. We, I mean, we've been together for 21 years, but we shared a bed before we were married. Probably for two years before we were married, Mm -hmm. you know, shared a bed a lot of nights. He actually moved out of his parents' house and into a house with some roommates. And I either... uh, I never slept there. It was, like, against, like, the release. It was owned by the synagogue that he intended. So I was not allowed to spend the night. But my house was not far from there, and he... Mostly, did not live at the house with his roommates. He mostly lived at my house. Um, So, but we've always had a queen size bed, Mm
0: -hmm. always
1: Mm -hmm. for at least nineteen years. So, so I think it would be weird. Mm -hmm. I think it certainly would be weird to be in a king size bed by myself. But it might not. It might not feel any. Not feel any (laughs) difference. To be, it might just give me more room. Well, now, for me,
0: it feels small. We've we've had a king-size bed for four years now, I think, and it feels small now, which is really crazy, because yeah. it's not a small bed.
1: Was your fire in 2017?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, we got the new yeah. mattress in 2018, and then...
1: Yeah, early in, twenty like, that
0: February or March. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been like that's great. That's been almost five years. I know, it's crazy. Ronnie and I have been together for almost a decade, which is really crazy.
1: I know, and isn't it weird? I, people that all the time they're like, "Oh, how long have you been married?" I'm like, it <laughs> always long. makes me feel very <laughs> old. I'm <laughs> like, our relationship is legal to drink, <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because I don't feel like I'll be forty. Mm-hmm. And I don't I mean I joke that like my knees feel forty. Um
0: mm-hmm. but I I don't feel like it just feels like these are not my children. Way.
1: Someone's coming to get them anytime now.
0: Like <laughs> I'm just
1: watching someone else's kids. Um because it is it's strange. Like I'm mm-hmm. a fourteen year old and I so vividly remember being fourteen. That I think my brain is just like, and this is why, this is why older people get so angry when they start losing things as they get older. Like Mm -hmm. when Josh's grandmother was no longer able to drive, Mm -hmm. she lost her mind. Mm -hmm. I can drive. I'm fine. I've been running all my errands Mm -hmm. by myself, but you drove the wrong way on the street (laughs) on a very busy road. Right. Like, you could have killed yourself or someone else. Like, no. Right, right, And actually, we took her to the DMV to renew her driver's license. This was intentional, so we did not have to be the ones to say, you can't drive anymore. Right. And they took her license. Um, they asked her to back out of the spot, and she put the car in drive and almost hit the building. Oh. And he was like, nope, we're done. You can just put it in park."
0: <laughs> Yikes.
1: And she was not... They did not give her back her license. So it was easier because we were able to say, look, even they say it's not safe for you to drive. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine being 90 years old and feeling like I'm 65. Right. We mean I can't drive. So I feel a little bit like that now. Like, oh, God, that's terrible. But I feel a little bit like that same dynamic. Like, I don't feel... 40. 40. 40 used to be old to me. And now I'm like, I'm almost 40. And I have a teenager and one that's about to be a teenager. Like, what the heck? Right. Um, it, It's just, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic for it sure. It is weird. But um, I feel like, I feel like Gideon gets a little bit lost in that too sometimes. Like a little bit of imposter syndrome. But then he's all like hard on Hard on the exterior,
0: right? Very like stoic.
1: Everyone, everyone reads him like very hard to read, uh-huh. very confident and self-assured, and got his crap together. But deep down, he is just a mess,
0: right? A complete mess. A mess.
1: Yeah, we're all we're all we're all a mess.
0: Well, that's true. That is definitely, and you know, they're only like twenty-four. These two are only like twenty-four years old. <laughs> Craziness. I know. So, what did you so See, I far? I that too.
1: I forgot that too. That they're just that young. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous Who is that? How? Who is that successful at twenty-four years old?
0: Well, he inherited it. Like it's I totally still, get Eva. I mean...
1: She's an assistant at an advertising agency. Right. Right. That's a twenty-four-year-old's job. Right he's a billionaire who runs multiple companies and that just like blows my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm.
0: I know it is crazy.
1: When are they going to make this a movie?
0: Okay. So in one of the books, I can't, I think it's either the fourth book or it might be in the fifth when I was like kind of flipping through it. It says that it's been sold for a television series. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not. <laughs> It'll probably be on like stars or something that we won't have access HBO to. HBO Max. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or Cinemax, right? Is that what the old one was that you had dirty stuff? Cinemax. They called it Skinemax. Skinemax. <laughs> Let's see if I can look it up Crossfire Television. So, TV miniseries.
1: Okay, which means longer episodes.
0: I'm trying to see. They're They're probably an hour long versus a half hour. Oh, I don't think this is... Unless they changed the names. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. This is not it. No. Okay, let's see. Crossfire... Oh, my gosh. What did I just do? Crossfire television show based on books. Will there be a Crossfire motion picture? It's under option and in development as a television series. Uh, subscribers are always the first to know. So in 2013, Crossfire was optioned by Lionsgate for development as a television series, and the studio extended the option twice. After three years of development, the option expired and rights reverted to Sylvia. In 2019, Crossfire was optioned to a second studio for development as a television series, along with Butterfly and Frost. After two years of development, the option expired and rights reverted to Sylvia. So, I guess it's not, it's like, I don't know why nobody wants to. Like they wanted to,
1: but it didn't go through. Yeah, That's because there's too much sex. That's probably They'd have to cut out three quarters of the novel.
0: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: Like, that's when you make a TVMA and Netflix pulls it.
0: Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm just kind of surprised that Netflix or Hulu haven't kind of optioned for it themselves, but they have right. so much going on right now. I'm sure that it's this little old series is nothing to them. Probably,
1: <laughs> I should say, come on, Netflix, <clears throat> right? Get it together.
0: Get it. Stranger together. Things is almost done. You got a whole budget and room for this. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I would watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would wa- I would watch it in the privacy of my bedroom.
0: Well, yes, <laughs>
1: just not Obviously.
0: one new Nude. No. Sorry, no.
1: I really think they would have to cut out like three quarters of this.
0: Book. I think that's part of the problem is that there's just too much sexual content. Yeah, but graphic sexual content.
1: But what did they think they were getting when they were like, "Let's make this a series," right? <clears throat> Clearly, they had not read it.
0: I mean, I think there's tasteful ways to do it. They did it in Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: They did it in Bridgerton.
0: This is true. This is true.
1: Which we'll be reading for January.
0: Yes. (laughs) I know. I'm excited about that one. So, we decided on a December book, and I can't remember because we went back and forth about a couple of things. Is it the series that Mrs. Claus and... Santa Land, or was it the Santa Cruz? Let me back up.
1: I bought it. Fun. Let me go back. Let's see if I can find it now. Mrs. Claus and the Santa... Oh, I have both of them. I have Mrs. Claus and the Santa Land Slayings, a funny and festive Christmas cozy mystery.
0: I think that was, and our the second one. option
1: is Santa Cruz, a festive and fun holiday story. We have both of them. Well, that's because the Santa Cruz was prime reading, so, it's, yes. so so I snagged it. Me too. Um, but the Mrs. Claus and the Santa Land Slings is one that I, I think I bought for Kindle for a couple bucks, but right. Um, they both sound so fun. I know. I'm I'm excited because we've had this discussion before. A lot of Christmas themed novels are like hallmark movies right right you've watched them one you watch watched them all
0: i know and so i stumbled across this series i think because i get these like emails from i think it's book bin or something like that that book bub maybe book hub i don't know something like that and they they like send like suggestions and like when things go on sale for ebooks and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. i was like oh This is like not a Hallmark movie kind of Christmas story. I know you sent it to me, and I was like, Mm -mm. wait,
1: there's more. And I was like, wait, this is the second one? There's there's a whole series. I think there's three. There are three. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm excited because it is just outside of the normal scope of of Christmas or holiday things. I know.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm Uh, excited, too. I was trying to order it yes. off of thrift books. And the books. covers are really cute. <clears throat> they are really cute. I was trying to order it off of thrift books last night because I was like, well, all right, on to the next one. And um, I was having a hard time. I don't know. It wouldn't let me, like, buy it. It was really weird. So I'm going to. Is it too new? or No. So not it, it was it? available. But it was saying something about, like, my payment option or something it was really strange i i don't know my phone's been kind of funky so i'm gonna try to give it a rest and then try again and we've got some time anyway so yeah Um, yeah, i know we'll have to
1: pick a date maybe we can record when i come up true
0: it'll be after christmas though
1: it'll be right after christmas Oh, because you wanted to do it before. You want to release. It's maybe I me mean, to make sense to release before Christmas.
0: Well, um, we can see. We can see. We'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you guys coming in two weeks cut it a little close and there's a lot happening. Yeah.
0: It's an action-packed... But you're coming in two weeks. I know. I'm excited. Me so too. Excited. Oh, did I tell you,
1: Sarah turns 13 when you're here.
0: Oh, I forgot. Which that is happened. crazy birthdays that weekend. That's crazy. Crazy. I have
1: two teenagers. Ooh,
0: ooh. Sorry.
1: The hor the hormones that I have. Um it's real it's really not bad. I mean she has her moments where I'm like, ooh um she's actually spent a lot of time with just Josh and I the last couple of weeks. Like just wants to hang out downstairs with us, which is weird and lovely. It's just right. odd. Right. Um but she for her birthday she wants to bring a friend to a cat cafe. That's what she wants to do. Oh, that's cute. And she loves our cat. And her friend Abby also has a cat who Sarah is in love with. And Abby's. I went to pick Sarah up from a to sleepover. And I was talking to Abby's mom, who the girls don't recall this, but I have photos of Sarah and Abby at Carowinds at the water park. Like, seven or eight years ago and they don't recall they don't remember that but when Sarah was like oh I'm at Abby's house and I was like wait this Abby and she was like how do you know her oh my gosh how many many times we have to talk (laughs) about this Uh, but so I went to pick her up and I was talking to Abby's mom Leslie, and um she was like oh yeah whatever Abby's cat something and I was there and I she was like and I was like oh we have a cat too because they have a, a wild dog I was like, oh, yeah, we have a cat, too. And she's like, you do? And Abby pulls out her phone and shows <laughs> her mother a picture of my cat. <laughs> so I was funny. like, and I'm like, apparently her and Sarah just send pictures of our cats to each other. That's so funny. Because they're obsessed. Sarah's so the for her birthday, lady. she was like, I want to go get lunch. She really is. She's like, I want to go get lunch, and I want to go to a cat. I'm the one that gave her the idea, so I'm glad it worked out because I was like, "That could be fun." Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've never done that before. Yeah, um, and it's cheaper than if we went to the humane society to look at cats because we go home with one.
0: Oh yeah, I'm a sucker. That's a
1: gift that no keeps more on cats giving. I'm done.
0: Yeah,
1: but that's how we got. That's how we got Chrissy. We were, We just went to look.
0: You are a sucker. <laughs> we
1: just went to look.
0: I am a sucker, but she's the best dog. I'm a little, we little love a sucker her too. In all
1: her weirdness.
0: We yeah, need I'm a sucker dogs. for a dog. Josh
1: was like, What do you want for Christmas? I was like, Do you want to get me another dog? And he was like, No. No.
0: <laughs> we need smaller dogs. <laughs> Ours are.
1: Yeah, I was like, horses. You could get me. I was like, hey, If you want to get me another dog, you could get me a miniature dog sentence. I want a dappled one, one that's all spotted and cute, Aww,
0: with floppy ears. They're
1: so cute, it, but it's tricky because
0: I'm all for.
1: I, I'm a re- we, we rescue. We always will rescue a dog, or we did too. Uh, we got ours. You know, he was like part of an accident litter, and they weren't trying to make money. They just were like, we can't keep them all. Um, so I'm all for a mutt because a lot of purebred dogs are purebred because they're inbred and they have so many health Mm -hmm. issues. Um, Mm We're getting a dog that's a very much a mixed breed has benefits because Mm -hmm. they are less likely to have, Mm -hmm. you know, inbred and long-term issues. And so I'm like, well, a gap miniature dachshund would be make my little (laughs) heart happy. I know that they have a lot of joint issues and back issues and no. I would prefer not to have to deal with that. I do not want a medically fragile animal. No. I don't want a medically fragile human either, but, you know. seriously. Um, but if I have a choice, right. I don't want a medically fragile no. animal. Um, so I will just keep my eyes peeled for a mixed breed that looks like what I want. Um, there you go. <laughs> but, oh, but we are getting ready to, our big girl Christy is getting ready to have surgery.
0: On her little and I know
1: that Charlotte had that mass on her face. How has that, did, did that heal up pretty well? Oh, she yeah. have any other issues with it?
0: No, she's got some it, bumpies, but they said that it would be like that. So she's got some just like bumpies still there, but it's completely healed. It doesn't even look like she had surgery.
1: Like scarring or whatever is left mm-hmm. there. And she's
0: got all hair back there. and Yeah. She's all good. Oh, that's
1: great. Mm-hmm. It was really rough looking there for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: So Chrissy has a mass on her tail that's probably six inches from the end of her tail. She's got a pretty long tail, mm-hmm. um, thankfully. So it's not going to be docked completely. But the concern was because of the size of it, the concern was that it has made its way into the joint. Mm-hmm. So it would not be easy to remove it would be safer and easier just to remove that portion of her tail. So, uh, and for a second, Josh was like, should we just have them remove the whole thing? No, no, we're not. No, we're good. <laughs> we don't need to have. We're not docking her completely. I know. We're not, that's not, I don't feel like that's medically necessary, um, at all. So I'm like, I'm not about, I'm not that person either would be like, let me clip my dog's ears right. for what oh. reason. Um, mm-hmm. uh, So Mm -hmm. I, so we're going to have her, um, it's called a distal amputation. So they're going to remove that portion. So her surgery is Wednesday. And thank goodness for like podunk (laughs) vet, like a good country vet, our vet here to have her, to have that amputated with, even without, if we took off, if we took off the pathology portion, She's ten years old. If she was to have, if it was cancerous, we probably would not—not not even probably. We wouldn't pursue mm-hmm. any sort of like mm-hmm. chemo or anything mm-hmm. like that. A lot. It's a lot for a person, but it's a lot for a dog. Yeah. And we love her, but that's <clears throat> ten, fifteen thousand dollars. Sorry. Honey.
0: Well and she's um,
1: gonna be and so I was like, you can take miserable. that off because the results don't matter, right? Like the results don't matter with or without pathology, we wouldn't pursue any additional anything. So um so even without the pathology it was like thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And at the little country vet where Josh's family lives, um, her entire surgery, um without pathology uh, is like 350 dollars
0: oh my gosh
1: <laughs> and my first thought was what are you gonna do to my dog like, how how can you make that so how can you make it so inexpensive um and it's just it's the beauty of a country that they just they're not there to make a ton of money they're not owned mm-hmm. by a big corporation they're not mm-hmm. you know they're not franchise they're just none of those things they're just they just run their business mm-hmm. um, in a super affordable way. So, it's, so I was like, there's no way that's possible. But then I had a conversation with someone. And so they were able to get her appointment to evaluate her first thing in the morning. And then her surgery scheduled, I think, for 10 o'clock. So Josh will take her in, have her initial like consult, to look at everything and make sure we're not missing any pieces. And I already had her blood work done. And so then they will just go ahead and do her procedure while she's there. And then she'll go back and they'll let her rest for the day. And then she'll be good to go. It's weird. That just feels like a lot to be like Mm -hmm. in one day. That's crazy. But they were very nice on the phone Mm -hmm. uh, and answered all the questions, which is great. But it's really weird. Mm hmm (laughs) And she has like the tiniest little set of white hairs on the very tip of no. her tail, Charlotte like has she that dipped too. her like mm-hmm. sh- like her like she dipped her tail in, in paint or mm-hmm. something. And Josh mm-hmm. is like, "Are you going to miss those little tiny white hairs?" There's like ten of them on right, the end of right. her tail. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You're going to miss those." He's like, "I probably will, but I'd rather mm-hmm. have a healthy dog than right than one who's dealing with that." So. Right. Poor baby. Poor thing. Not that there's not enough happening right. to add. On the week of Thanksgiving. I right. <laughs> That's okay. So Josh is going to go down Tuesday night. For, oh. He has to be at the vet at 8. So he's like, I'm not going to get up at 530 to get out the door. No. So He's going to go down Tuesday night <clears throat> and stay the night and then take her. And then he's going to work from his parents' house on Wednesday. I am going to go down with the kids first thing Thursday morning. Um, And that will give the dog a chance to recover a little bit before the kids are in her face. Mm -hmm. And Josh's dad, well, I don't, this is not podcast related, but then Josh's dad has his surgery Monday and he goes home Tuesday afternoon.
0: Um, And that will give him some time to recover before we go over. Uh, So far, what would you rate it out of five stars?
1: Oh, I would give this 5 stars. <laughs> Definitely. 5 big fat stars. Yeah. I really I really do like it not just for the, the smuddiness, smut, right? right? The graphics great. Yeah. Um <laughs> the graphics great. Um I really I really do enjoy the storyline. There's some things that you're like what what just happened? I was right. not expecting that. Right. Um, but I love the dynamics between everybody. I love mm-hmm. following along her relationship with her friend Carrie and mm-hmm. um I like I'm very intrigued by her mother's relationship with her husband and his his way of caring for her is in his own right protective and Mm -hmm. wants to see her in a safe space. And so he, you know, he has this really nice apartment and, Uh and is it Manhattan, wherever they are, right? Like Mm -hmm. in New York, like that would cost a very pretty penny and probably four or $5,000 a month in, in rent. At minimum. Um, right. Uh, so, I just, I don't know, I like to see all of the dynamics in the relationships, and, and even in the fourth one, we see more of um, Gideon's sister Ireland, um, uh-huh. and Eva really is, like, facilitating this relationship, yeah. and it's like, look, she's your sister, she wants to spend time with you, she wants to get to know you. <coughs> Sorry. Um, you know, and, and there's a way to make that work, and... Um, even where I just was, like she'd come over for dinner and Eva was teaching her to use chopsticks. And mm-hmm. um, like he drives her back home and she like gets out and she like hugs him really hard. And he just kind of has, has this moment of like, I like this. When is she coming over again? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: it's just, it's sweet to see. And I yeah. think that like sibling relationships too he missed out on a lot of years because of, mm-hmm. I think a lot, I mean, for a number of reasons, but I, are their age gap itself is probably enough of a reason oh, to definitely. not be super close with a sibling. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to see that they're like fostering this mm-hmm. kind of budding sibling yeah. relationship. Yeah. Um, is really sweet to watch and, uh, there's that four-wheeler again. I can hear it so loud. I, I don't know if you can hear it.
0: It's not that bad.
1: No. Okay. I think it's gone. We're gone enough. It's... it's <laughs> they're... I don't know what they're doing. They're tearing through... Something. And they're on the road. Like, I can hear them on the street. So... Oh. Maybe they're headed back to go play in the woods. Maybe. No. But yeah, I've really... I've really enjoyed this series. Like, said, I'm like
0: two-thirds of the way through the fourth one and I'm like the fifth one's like really good too and the chapters are it's like huge it's a it's like 400 and some odd pages and but it's really good it's their like wedding planning and I know yeah (laughs) yes and they're like She's a little more sassy to him in this one, which is an interesting development. But it's, like, playful sassy. It's not, like... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Not they're, they're a little bit sassy. more... like
0: Yeah, they're a little bit more relaxed.
1: Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Because sometimes you're, like, do you have a stick with your butt because <laughs> right. you're... Right. <laughs> Come on.
0: Right. Um...
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm excited to get through them. I I was just thinking, I, I read a, a fair amount in car but the kids don't have school next week, which means I get to sleep in every day.
0: Ooh, lucky!
1: Which is weird and lovely. I'm excited.
0: Jackson only has um, school Monday and Tuesday, but hopefully that also
1: means some good reading time because
0: oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: all of the back and forth is not there.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Jackson doesn't have school. What you uh, Jackson only has school Monday and Tuesday, so he'll be home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, Ronnie will oh, be nice. home with him. Yeah. Well, I have Friday off. Well, and Thursday, obviously. But. So, but I've been right. like reading before. Oh, yeah, so. we
1: go down. I'll take the kids down. Wednesday. I'll take the kids down like Thursday, Friday, Saturday and then I have a family session. Oh no, not a family session. I have a proposal that I'm photographing on Sunday next week. So I Mm -hmm. was like, you don't have to go home. We will have two cars.
0: Mm -hmm. I'll go home by myself. (laughs) I won't complain. (laughs) Right. That's well, so. so we'll look forward to our Christmas book that's coming up, <clears throat> and yes, so look out for that. But you and did. I'm intrigued to see what our snack will be. I know it should be interesting. Some murderous Christmas Maybe like treat
1: peppermint bark or ooh,
0: some,
1: I don't know something right something A little candy cane action. Ooh. We'll
0: have to see. I know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll have to see what we can find for you guys. Um, but you can message us, DM us, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Books and Brunch Podcast. You can email us at Books and uh, Excuse me, at gmail.com. Wow, I messed that one up really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next month. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, he loves turkey!